Welcome to Aces Triple T's episode 7. Today, for the first time in our top 10 takeaway history, we have our first live guest. His name is Andrew Lang, and he's a VP of Communications from Rock Connections. This man has seen a lot of things in his life and been a lot of places in his career. And today, he's going to be going over the top 10 takeaways of leadership. Whether you're a leader right now or whether you want to be a leader in the future, these are the 10 things that are going to help you in your leadership journey. The rules are pretty simple. Be in a peaceful, quiet area and get ready for your leadership life to transform with my man, Andrew Lang. Welcome to the show, sir. Thank you, Alex. It's an honor to be here. And so takeaway number one is it's all in the eyes. And many of us as leaders, I'm sure every morning we walk around and greet our folks. Hopefully we're doing at least that. Uh, what I'm asking each and every one of you to do is not just get that fist pound or a quick handshake and keep it moving back to your desk and you get your emails taken care of or the, the meeting you got to get to. I'm asking that you look at your folks in the eyeballs every morning. It's all in the eyes. They'll let you know if you need to stop right there and maybe have a little deeper conversation because they're not having a good day. Or you'll know who the players are on your team that'll get you up and running and get that, that team off and running in, in the right way. I'm just asking that you stop, look into the eyeballs of your folks, and you'll know who needs more of you, maybe who needs less of you, but you'll know where your team is at so you can get things moving. That was great, Andrew. Speaking of caring about your people, what is something else you do to show your people that you care? Great question, Alex. That's takeaway number two, and that's do you care enough to relate? So listen, many times leaders that have been around a while, they'll tell you about the stories of walking uphill in the snow, barefoot, and you know, sometimes our generation, especially now, they're tired of hearing that stuff. And so I ask you, do your people know that they care about you? Because if you spend the time necessary to, to really relate to some of the folks uh, that are from different generations on your team, I can't tell you how much they are appreciated. So get some Instagram going on. Get out to see the latest scary movie. Make sure you spend some time on Spotify digging into the latest music so those stories can fill up your time instead of the olden day stories that people are probably tired of hearing of. Solid advice, Lang. What about the times our folks are not listening or they're not bought in? What do you do then? Hey, that's a tough one, Alex. And this is takeaway number three. This might be the toughest thing to do as a leader, especially a new leader. And I call it the 80-20 rule. Listen, we all want everybody bought into us at all times. Everybody following us. And while I appreciate that, and I want that myself, that's probably not the reality. You can pretty much bank on 20% of your folks looking out the window in a huddle, checking their, their phone or their watch, or thinking about something other than the message you're trying to deliver. Now, here's the mistake that many of us make. Our focus, many times at night, early in the morning, our focus is on that 20% that's not bought in. I'm here to tell you that that focus is in the wrong spot. Your focus should be on the 80%, the people that are bought in, that are waiting on the next piece of vision or inspiration that you have because they're the ones that are going to soak it up like a sponge. And eventually that 20%, they'll start to head on over to the 80% side. You're never going to get 100%. Please don't spend all of your time working on the 20 that may not be bought in anyway. You owe it to the 80% to give them everything that you have. 80-20 rules are a real thing. Focus on that 80%. That's great, Lang, but if you have folks that aren't bought in all the time, 
Do you find it harder to lead? And do you still huddle every day? Great question, Alex. And that leads to takeaway number four, and that's huddle anyway. Listen, I know getting up and creating content every morning to get in front of your team, to get them inspired, to make sure they understand the goal might be difficult, especially if some of them aren't bought in. But I'm here to tell you, huddle anyway. It gives you a chance to get your team members involved. It challenges you to be prepared and be on point. But when you start, all of a sudden, three days there hasn't been a huddle, or a week there hasn't been a huddle, it becomes that harder to get up the next time. So huddle anyway. Speaking of respect, Lang, how does a new leader earn respect? It's not easy, Alex, and that's takeaway number five, and that's what do you stand for. Every single leader that I've promoted over the years, still even today, Monday we have a couple leaders that we're promoting. The one thing that I want to make sure that they focus on this weekend is what are the four or five things that they stand for. I'm not talking about we show up on time or we produce a lot. Those are givens. I'm talking about the things that you stand for, that your team will stand for, that a year from now when you have new people that start on your team, it's not just you talking about what do you stand for. The entire team lets them know what this team stands for. It's stuff that will last 10 years, 15 years. You have to know what those four or five things are. You have to have talks about them every day. And it is amazing uh, the identity that will be built on your team. Know what those four or five things that you stand for are. That's great, Lang. So how do you get the communication out consistently and successfully? Is it through email? Hey, listen, the, the takeaway number six is email is not communication. Um, many of us think we need to save time and we have to get here and get there. We have a wide group of folks that we have to get our message out to, but that's not the way to communicate. Um, getting an email out is the dang most dangerous way to communicate because you don't know who's reading it. Uh, you don't know how they're taking it. Uh, there's, there's really nothing good that can come out of it. If you're going to prop somebody out, hey, get up and go give them a hug or give them a high five, don't do it through email. It's impersonal and it's not communication. I hear you, Lang, but I think I'm speaking for a lot of leaders out there when I say that sometimes you got to get a message out to a lot of people and email is just the easiest way. I get it and, and uh, we fall back on that. So that's takeaway number seven and that's let the blanket go. Uh, listen, we're fired up sometimes. We want to send a message out to the entire team that maybe they're not performing or we need to do better. The only problem is, what about the, the, the gal that's killing it, that's dominating the entire month? How do you think she feels when she gets that email? There's a danger in blanketing, whether it's in email, whether it's in voicemail. I strongly urge everybody that watches this to eliminate, let go of the blanket. If you have something to say about uh, to the team, Get up individually and talk about it. Even if you're going to prop them out and you think that's fine, it means more coming from you face-to-face -face than in some email or voicemail that might be personal or might not be. Let that blanket go. So I hear you, Lang. Get away from the email. So why don't you tell us some other ways to communicate and how to go about it? Okay, Alex, no problem. And so I'll give you leadership takeaways number eight and nine. Number eight is the wall. Uh, so... Many years ago, there was a gentleman that came into my office to quit. He had enough. Um, we had a great relationship, I, th I thought, and uh, he was a good part of the team. Maybe this wasn't for him uh, long term, but he came in and quit, and I wouldn't let him out of the office until he gave me something to make me better as a leader so that 
the next person wasn't going to come in and do this. And he told me something I'll never forget. He said, listen, Lang, everybody loves you, and we'll run through a wall for you. The problem is, I just didn't know where that wall was anymore. And so I'll never forget that, folks. And, and listen, the things that are important to me that build our identity, uh, the what do you stand for that I talk about, many times we stop talking about those things because our team has, we think our team has heard it and they might think it's old. But when we stop talking about it, as the leader, they forget where that wall is that they'll run through and they lose their purpose. And so I ask you guys, let your team know where that wall is and think about how proud you'll be when they run right through it for you. Takeaway number nine is, and a great way to communicate, is to share. Uh, there are many leaders that keep business, business, and keep personal, personal, and um, worry about keeping things separate and very, very reluctant to be vulnerable. And I'll challenge each and every one of you. I'll challenge you to be vulnerable. I'll challenge you to share with your folks who you are. Because when your people know who you are, then they understand your intentions. When they don't know who you are, they don't understand your intentions. So as you go about your day and you're leading, and you have to, might, might have to make some tough decisions or some hard decisions, if people don't understand what your intentions are, then guess what? They question those decisions, especially for a new leader trying to find their respect and their trust. If they don't know you, the questions pop up a lot more. If they know who you are, they'll give you the leeway so that you can lead Share with your folks. Uh, there's, there's a ton of enrichment that comes from it, and you have a stronger team and some folks that allow you some freedom to lead as a result of it. Hey, Lang, you've been great, man. I'm actually pumped up and motivated myself. Give us one last lesson before you go. Okay, and again, it's been an honor, and, and I thank you for your time, Alex. Leadership takeaway number 10, I'll give the group. Do not let the rules lead your team. Especially, especially for new leaders, but many of our leaders... Uh, we come across those tough conversations that we need to have. Maybe somebody is constantly showing up late or um, they're just not living the culture. And many times we go to the handbook or we go to the, what the HR department says and that is what leads us. We're going to put you on a verbal warning or a written warning or something of that nature. And while some of those things might need to happen, if that's the only thing that happens, you're not the leader anymore. The HR department becomes the leader. So scrap that. Get in there and lead. If there's something that's bothering you or something that you're challenged with with one of your team members, go talk to them about it. Share your concerns and ask them to be involved in the solution to fix it. But if all you do is get the handbook or the HR department, it takes your legs out from under you and you're not the leader anymore. And that's no way to run a team. YouTube family, thank you so much for tuning in to Aces Triple T's Episode 7 with Andrew Lang. I hope that you learned a lot about leadership and ways that you can become a better leader. And I want you to like, share, and subscribe the content with anybody you love or care about. This is what we do at Aces Media and Aces Triple T's. We're trying to elevate humanity, elevate you, make everybody better out there. And for the next couple of episodes, you're going to see different guests out there. The whole concept is around 10 minutes to learn anything in the world. Tune into the next episode, subscribe to the channel, share the content. It's the Aces.